blunt? Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host, myself, me, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio. Oh boy. Yeah, well, start out with a little bit of potpourri news. Potpourri, isn't that it? That sounds so pretty, potpourri. Uh, Hugh Hefner has passed, and he was 91. Now there's some Facebook news or stories about a suspicious death, although I do believe that he was fighting some form of cancer. So uh, we'll have to stay tuned to that. A lot of people think maybe too much Viagra. I don't know. His wife uh, is 31. So that is uh, that is uh, strange. No, it's actually not strange. And everybody, including on a lot of the talk shows, especially my favorite sports talk show is Toucher and Rich in the morning from Boston. Because they're kind of like uh, not a sports show, Although they are a sports show, they talk about everything, and <laughs> and uh, they kind of treat sports the way it should be treated, like it's entertainment, and you have to treat it like that. I'm not gonna lay down on the road for any New England team, not the Celtics, not the Patriots. Tom Brady and Robert Kraft and you know the owners of the Celtics they're not paying my credit card bills and I don't think they're going to pay your credit card bills and I don't think if you're whatever you're a fan of whatever team in in the country or Canada wherever you're at or abroad those people aren't going to pay your credit card bills they're not going to buy you dinner when you're hungry they're not going to pay for your car they're not going to pay for your gas they're not going to pay for your children's education so you know like I said, uh, I would rather win the lottery than see the Pats ever win another Super Bowl. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. Same with the Celtics. Uh, I like to play myself. I like to play. I like to win. If my team wins and I'm watching, I'm fine. I, I, I get into it, sure. But uh, So anyway, getting back to Hugh Hefner, I remember being in eighth grade, and my pals and I used to go into, I won't mention their names, we used to go into this uh, local bookstore. Our downtown has taken a beating thanks to some box stores and the internet. And now even some of the malls are starting to close, but that's a whole different topic. So there was a nice little bookstore downtown. And actually it was called York's Bookstore. They're out of business. They just went out. They hung in it for as long as they could. And they were a cool little store. They had all the books, uh, regular books. And it wasn't a very big store. They moved into a little bigger place later on, but it wasn't very big. And uh, they had old coins. I remember looking at the old coins in glass cases and, you know, knickknacks and some candy and uh, photo film and knickknacks and, like I said, those kind of things. But uh, we used to go in there, two or three of my pals. Not, not a big gang. We don't want to scare anybody, but... Often before we'd either go bowling or to play pool or the movie theater, which was a couple blocks down the street, further down the street. So we'd go in there and we'd buy one Playboy and we'd, uh, you know, take it into the parking lot or some place where we could kind of browse through it. And then we'd take uh, turns sharing it. 
maybe the guy who put the most money into it, you know, got it first, and we'd pass it down. I don't even know if we used a paper bag or anything, but I, I'm sure we didn't flaunt it around, you know. Uh, but that, you know, that's kind of exciting. You know, a lot of people calling him a pervert and a weirdo and all that, and he kind of was. Uh, but, you know, hey, let's face it, when you're uh, 13 or 14, you're coming into puberty, I mean, uh, that is a, I mean, that is something, that's something that really, uh, <laughs> really gets your blood flowing, if you know what I mean, the old playboys, and uh, just uh, beautiful women, and I thought, oh my God, someday I might actually get to go out with one of these women, well, not a playboy model, but uh, I might get to go out with someone who maybe looks like one of these girls, maybe in college or later in high school, but, uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know, it gives you, uh, gives you something to look forward to. It's like, it's like the, the old Sears and Roebuck uh, Christmas catalogs, and that's another topic, too. I love those. I wore those pages out. But, uh, oh, uh, Puerto Rico is in, still in dire straits. From what I understand, there's ships and equipment ready to go. 18,000 workers ready, 10,000 volunteers and 8,000 GIs and National Guard and so forth, uh, emergency workers. They have no fuel, they have no food, they have no clean water, they have no medicine, uh, they have no generators or the generators are out of fuel, uh, no transportation. I, I do understand the roads are crappy and it's hard for some helicopters to land, but I mean, this goes back, and I'll say this every time. We went to the moon in 1969, July. Of now I remember watching it at my cousin's house in Connecticut, in color, and uh, we, we did that, you know, 47 or 48 years ago. And we can't get supplies to Puerto Rico. We went to the we went to Mars not too long after that, and a million miles away, and we can't get to Puerto Rico to bring them supplies. I mean, during Vietnam, we dropped off tanks and, and ships and helicopters and supplies, guns and ammo, like it was going out of style, even when we knew that, that the South Vietnamese were going to lose. But we got them the supplies, and we got them to them quick until Congress, Congress cut off the funding, thank God. Just astounding to me that we could do that 40-something years ago and, and D-Day send a quarter of a million troops and supplies and ships but we can't get aid to Puerto Rico. I don't know. That is uh, that is um, sad to me. And and you know every 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 politician has done it. You know Bush had his Katrina, and Obama's people weren't too quick on getting aid out for uh, storms either. So it goes back to my thing. You know the politicians, uh, healthcare, and I mean they're putting on a show when they pretend to like you. Because if they liked us, folks, we'd all have free health care. We'd have universal health care. And it seems like Tom Price, one of uh, Trump's staffers, the one who was taking liberties with free jet rides and taking his family on vacation, has offered to pay back some of that. Well, isn't that nice of him? Isn't that nice? He might actually, some of the news people think he might actually be making that worse by offering to pay some of it back. How about paying it all back? And in Nevada, marijuana sales are through the roof. So uh, 
if you're driving through Nevada and you see a van with Cheech and Chong in it and, or type of thing, and it's, uh, it's got smoke coming out the windows, you might want to slow down and pull over and let them go by. <laughs> yeah, I've always felt marijuana should be legalized. I mean, it's, it's, it, no one's ever died from a marijuana overdose. Is it a gateway? For some people. For some people, an aspirin's a gateway drug. And, you know, they're pulling the reins in on the, uh, on the uh, prescriptions that they give you for pain. But yet, folks, you can go out and buy cigarettes and smoke yourself to death, chew yourself to death with tobacco, and you can drink yourself to death with any kind of booze you want, wine, beer, whiskey. I can go right now and buy 10 cases of whiskey and kill myself right here with uh, drink myself to death. So, but you can't have a pain pill. You have to go through hoops and ladders for that, folks. Uh, makes no sense. Well, we have much more coming up here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, and I want to thank you for listening here on well, Renegade Talk Radio. Rapper Snoop Dogg is being named Coach of the Year in Los Angeles for his work as head coach of the Little League football team, the Snoop Dogg All-Stars. Snoop says he enjoys working with kids. In fact, for his next kid-related project, he hopes to start pimping out his daughter's brownie troop. I'm Tom Brokejaw. I'll have more on this breaking story tonight on the NBC Slightly News. I've fallen and I can't get up. In an emergency, Medic Alert can help. So urgent, so urgent. With Medic Alert, peace of mind is as close as the button on the thing around your neck that looks like a garage door opener. Is your sensitive skin chapped? Then stroke on some Jergens lotion. With Jergens, you're a winner. If you're running for the highest office in the world, you want to look your best for all of C-SPAN's 19 viewers. That's why you need Just for Candidates Hair Color. I'm John Kerry. The issues are not black and white, and neither is my hair with Just for Candidates. I'm George W. Bush, and it's uh, incumbent upon me to look my best. (laughs) Just for Candidates is specially formulated for salt and pepper hair. Make it a little more gray so you look distinguished for the elderly voters in the red states. I want to preserve Social Security for older Americans who aren't filthy rich like me. Or make it a little more dark so you can appeal to the MTV demographic in the blue states. I need your support for another term in the white his house. For shizzle. <laughs> Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so whether you're a privileged white guy who went to Yale or a privileged white guy who went to Yale, choose the hair color that's just for you. Just for candidates. Just for candidates hair color also works for third-party candidates, even if no one knows who they are or what their hair looks like. Tonight on Fox News, it's Hannity and What's-His-Name, starring Sean Hannity and some funny-looking goofball with pillow pad hair. Well, Sean, I really think uh, the president... Give me a break. Uh, uh, Sorry, I forgot your name again. Whether you're on the right like Sean Hannity or on the left like that other geek, watch Hannity and What's-His-Name with calls from viewers like you. Yes, caller, you're on the air. You you have a question for me? No, Sean, my question is for, uh, uh, who's-his-face? Come again? Uh, whatchamacallit? Huh? Um, (laughs) you...
You mean what's his name? Yeah, him. <laughs> it's the best thing on cable news. Don't believe it? Just listen to what Hannity and what's his name are saying about Hannity and what's his name. Hi, I'm Sean Hannity, inviting you to tune in every weeknight. For once, I agree with you there, Sean. Hi, my name is hey, you. Uh, oof. Um, help me out here, partner. Uh, who the heck am I now? I don't know, buddy. And apparently neither does anyone else on Earth. <laughs> for insight you can't ignore, from names you can't forget, except for the one you can't remember, see Hannity and What's-His-Name, only on Fox News. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you. Mr. Backdoor Smoke and Break Guy. Mr. Backdoor Smoke and Break Guy. When there's lots of hard work to be done, where can you be found? Out back by the loading dock near the dumpster, giving your lazy butt another butt break. Welcome to Marlboro Country. That's right, Mr. Backdoor Smoke and Break Guy. Smoke them if you got them, and you've always got them. And you're always smoking them. Snow, rain, freezing cold, or sweltering hot, it doesn't matter to you. You're out there every ten minutes taking a nine-minute break. When do you get any work done? Yeah. So the next time you're at the service counter, unable to get any service because no one's at the counter, walk around back, flick your lighter, and raise it in salute to... Mr. Backdoor Smoking Break Guy, a real American hero. Mr. Backdoor Smoking Break Guy. Hey, dude, can I bum one? Cool. Yeah, here's that no good rat, Tony. What do you want me to do with him? I'll tell you what I want to do. I want you to beat the living crap out of him with this Craftsman 26-ounce forged steel claw hammer with lifetime guarantee. Let the filthy asshole be happy, Christopher. Scumbag. <laughs> You're about to see the psycho side of Sears. <laughs> 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 There's brains all over the claw of this amazing hammer. Hey, hey, hey. Forget about it. Them brains will come right out with a couple of squirts of Formula 409. It's powerful cleaning agents. Dissolve brains on contact. Hey, watch this. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> oh, you ain't kidding, Tone. Not for nothing, but I need some paper towels over here. No problem. Hey, try these from Bounty. They're two-ply tough with a lovely floral design that's sure to accent any kitchen's decor. Oh, they work like a charm. These bounty towels are the quicker brain picker-upper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Here come the cop. Oh, jeez. I tell you what. Let's make a quick getaway in my brand new Chevrolet Suburban. Hey, ain't they offering 0% financing on those if you buy now, Paul? Yeah, 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 that's right. See you, dealer, for details. Come on, let's go. Right. Come on. Do you ever feel sad, anxious, or depressed? Then ask your doctor if Zyban is right for you. Zyban may cause dry mouth, nausea, a low incidence of sexual side effects, loss of appetite, cramping. Oh, back up a little. Read that side effect again. What? You mean dry mouth? No, it was after that. Nausea. Now keep going. Loss of appetite, cramping. No, you said it has a low incidence of sexual side effects. I may have. It's a long disclaimer. Well, what kind of sexual side effects? Sexual side effects that don't include dry mouth, nausea, loss of appetite. Oh, stop it. Just tell me what kind of sexual side effects you're talking about. The kind of which there is a low incidence. Oh, that could mean anything. Look. 
Do you have a girlfriend? Uh, No. What does that have to do with it? Then a low incidence of sexual side effects isn't going to crap your style. If I were you, I'd be more worried about possible sudden hair loss. You you didn't mention hair loss. You didn't give me a chance. It was three down the list. Right after a burning sensation when you go to the bathroom. Oh, great. Now I really feel depressed. Then ask your doctor about Zyban. Your side effects may vary. should be smoking marijuana in the park. The ranger might get mad, Yogi. Oh, screw the ranger, boo-boo. Come on, have a hit. (laughs) Okay, Yogi. Uh Uh-oh, Jesus Christ, here comes the ranger, Yogi. Oh, let's get out of here, boo-boo. Yogi, quit smoking dope in the park, you bastard. Okay, ranger. Oh, jeez, yo. Come on, boo-boo, we gotta get out of here. Who is always on the spot? Who is Yogi Bear? Okay, Yogi. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> and don't forget the bong. Oh, right on, boo-boo. Always winds up on the beat. Yogi Bear. <laughs> hey, folks. That was the last episode of uh, Yogi and Boo-Boo Show. Yogi Bear. Trying to smoke a little dope in the park. And the ranger... Uh, he messed things up. We'll have more Yogi Bear Lost episodes coming up on future shows. Here on Renegade Talk Radio, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening, trying to bring you some upbeat news. Well, it's not always upbeat. Uh, sound like Mr. Uh, Kimball from Green Acres. Well, it's not a great day. Well, it's not a bad day either, but... Uh, <laughs> I used to, I love that show. We'll have lost episodes of Green Acres coming up, too. I love Darnold Ziffel. So, uh, it seems that uh, there's been some, speaking of Yogi Bear in the park, there's been some bad rock slides in Yosemite Park. Um, my thing is, I'm not probably going to go go camping or walking up a hill where I know there's known rock slides or mudslides, or snowslides, or any kind of slide. I'm not likely to go swimming where I know there's sharks hanging around. Uh, my grandfather used to have a saying he, he would say about people, how can you be so stupid? And I know that you know, going to the parks is cool, and I'm not climbing anything. I'm sorry. 
mountains are pretty to look at. We have a mountain here, Mount Katahdin, and when I was young, growing up, until about 11 or 12, we lived, you know, just a few miles from it, one of the highest mountain peaks on the East Coast, if not the highest. And uh, I have no desire to ever climb it or go up it. It's exhausting. It's back-breaking. Accidents happen. It's, you, if you don't bring enough water, you'll die of thirst. You can get lost on the trail. I have two words, no thanks. I think I've told you before, my idea of camping is the Hilton Gardens. And my idea of uh, excitement is the casino. Or casinos, wherever you're at. So... I guess you you know you just gotta have to be careful if you're into that kind of thing. I am not. I'm not what you call a granola. And I know a lot of like people like to take their families up to mountains and climb them, but no, not me. No desire for that at all. So seems with the the national anthem situation that uh, some teams are now staying in the locker room. Some teams are locking arms, and some are standing. Some are kneeling. Some are staying in the locker room. It's uh, it's, uh, I hope this ends soon. It's kind of a pain. I do believe it's hurting the ratings. Uh, myself, I think, you know, you should stand for the flag. I'm not political, but uh, just out of respect. I had uh, uncles and cousins, and my dad served in the Navy. Just out of respect. I do understand it to a, you know, a lot of soldiers say, veterans say, um, you know, they, they fought for that reason, if you want to protest but how long can you protest I mean I'm not carrying a sign forever for anything but um, so we'll have to see what happens with that it's kind of dying down I think now basketball season and hockey season have started so I'm kind of anxious to see what's going to happen there matter of fact I think hockey the uh, preseason starts uh, as well will end and the regular season I think starts like October 4th or 5th and then basketball starts usually nba starts in halloween right around halloween i always remember trick-or-treaters coming while interrupting my celtics game and uh so i but they're starting earlier this year i think the 18th and it's the celtics at uh cleveland it's the first game for the celtics i think that's going to be on tv and of course the cavaliers picked up d wade and uh that's going to be interesting because derrick rose and d ways are d wade are projected to start and uh, those two guys hardly ever finish a season. Although I will say that D-Wade looks in pretty good shape. But Derrick Rose, unless they got him in bubble wrap, you know, until halftime. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. So, so uh, I'm looking forward to the college season starting up, despite all the, all the, uh, the, the turmoil with uh, the Louisville coach, Rick Pitino, who used to coach the Celtics. Everyone thought, oh, wow, we got Pitino going to be great he was just I don't know he was a good college coach he's a great college coach but the, in the NBA and the, and he did a pretty good job with the Knicks when he coached them the, remember he used to full court press the whole game which when you kind of think of it if you got eight nine good players why not do that really make the other team if nothing else you're probably not going to steal a ball because most of the guards in the NBA are really really good point guards but you can make them meet up some of the shot clock and hurry a shot down the lane. You know, I've never been a big brain coach or in the NBA coach or anything like that, but it just kind of makes sense. So I'm looking forward to the NBA uh, season starting up pretty soon. And uh, so, well, you're listening to the Toxic Wise-Ass Show 
here on Renegade Talk Radio. And I do appreciate you listening. I'm always going to say that because it's true. I do appreciate it. Hope I bring some laughter and some uh, brightness into your day here. Thank you. On Renegade Talk Radio, now it's time for a mini-movie. This week's mini-movie is Full Metal Jacket, the story of Vietnam, starring Curly Howard. this week full metal jacket starring curly howard oh man he was pinned down by the Viet Cong. that was a great movie well you're listening to the toxic wise ass show here on renegade talk radio we got much more coming up so stay tuned hey this is mark chaplin on the toxic wise ass show here on renegade talk radio and, uh, you know, I'm always bringing you uh, laughter, hopefully, and some smiles and info and news. And uh, I have right here a study done that says these are the ten habits of happy people. You know, people always wonder, are they happy? Are they depressed? Uh, always somewhere in the middle, maybe. You know, some people are happy with bouts of depression. Some people have depression with bouts of happiness. You know, I don't know. But anyways, these are the habits of happy people. The top ten happy uh, habits of uh, happy people. A lot of happies in there. Number ten is you want growth. Well, yes, you want growth. You want to grow as a person. Uh, you want growth in your personality. You want growth in your knowledge. Number nine is you always try to be happy. And I don't think that includes doing drugs, <coughs> but, you know, who am I to judge? Um, so number nine is naturally you try to be happy naturally without artificial means or, you know. For me, like when I used to drink, and I still do drink, and I'm going to have a special uh, new, new segment called Bar Talk. Not that I'm a bar fly, but I'll explain that later, but it's things we talk about at the bar. You know, uh, politics and religion are supposed to be forbidden talk at the bar, and I, I will explain that whole situation. But anyways, number nine is try to be happy. Yeah, try to be happy. Eight is you try to help others. You try to help others. Now, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I always try to help others, whether it's uh, somebody running out of gas, somebody needs a push, 
you know, somebody needs a prayer, somebody needs something. Um, even with my connections, which aren't great, but they're not bad in show business, I try to help people get agents. I help them try to get connected to casting people, to get shows and whatever. If I see they have a talent, I try to help them. Uh, which, you know, some people have tried to help me, which is, which is nice. When I was in L.A. and uh, so forth in Hollywood, um, I had good agents. and I met a lot of people at parties or playing basketball. That's how I met a lot of people in showbiz. I told you I played basketball with Leonardo DiCaprio, Terrence Deshaun Howard, and some others. Uh, but uh, that's one of the, that's number eight. Number seven is they like to have deep conversations. Well, yeah. You know, you like to, uh, whether it's with your friends or at the bar or at a party, you know, there's, you know, people become wallflowers or people maybe go to try to be the, you know, the life of the party. But wherever you are, you, you know, you have to try to have a deep conversation with somebody, whether it's a relationship or friendship or you're meeting somebody new. I like to meet new people. I really do. I like to meet new people of all different backgrounds from other countries. I remember sitting last week at the bar with a guy from Poland. He just immigrated here. Very nice guy. And we were talking about the history of Poland, how they uh, were very valiant during World War II, fighting off both the Germans and the Russians. That's another conversation for another time. But uh, So number six is they love to sleep and take naps. Well, I do qualify for that because I like to take what I called and some of my other friends we call power naps. Like after supper, like 5.30 to 6 or 7, and get up and do some work or play basketball, or go swimming. You know, let recharge the batteries. Because if you're doing all these other nine things, you're going to be tired. So number five is stay positive. And, of course, that kind of just makes sense. You know, you stay positive. with this, You know, even when things are down, you know, you're at the casino and you're losing and you stay positive, maybe you win at the end of the night, or you break even, or you stay positive, you broke up with somebody, you will find somebody new. You lost your job, maybe you'll find a new job, a better job. They, what do they say, one door closes, another one opens, so. Number four is they surround themselves with positive people. And that's, I think that's key. You see it on Facebook and social media all the time. People getting rid of negative people, and I've always said that. And an agent in Hollywood once told me, he said, um, people, if you let them, will waste your time. They will waste your time and waste your money and waste your effort, but don't let them waste your time. And especially if they're negative. Get away from negative people. I mean, you can't always do it. And sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes these people are your friends or coworkers or even in your family. But limit yourself to negative people and try to surround yourself with positive people. Now, it can't be Pollyanna. You're not going to have ups all the time. You're not going to be on level 10. But, you know, try to stay at 8, 9 at least. So surround yourself with positive people. Number three is, <clears throat> excuse me, they, try, they buy gifts and like to spend money on their friends and family. Yeah, I, I can see that. I like to do that. Not that I'm going to buy somebody a boat or a car, but I do like to buy presents for my relatives that I like. Christmas, I love Christmas. I love, uh, you know, Halloween and Christmas, my two favorite times of the year. And uh, I put up my train and all that. But I do like to, uh, 
I like to buy things for people, especially if I know they like something. Like if I know somebody likes the lottery tickets, I'll get them some of those. If I know somebody likes certain kind of jewelry or certain kind of perfume, I'll get them that or flowers or whatever. But I do like to do that for people. Number two is, and I do this, <coughs> maybe not as hard or as often, but they work out. They work out. And, uh, you know, I try to play basketball at least twice a week and swim at least once a week. It uh, can be hard to jog or walk around here because uh, here in the great northeast, uh, New England, we face uh, some harsh winters sometimes. But I would rather face those harsh winters than harsh uh, hurricanes, that's for sure, because no winter has ever ripped the roof off our house so or taken out power for very long. I mean, if you stay home during a winter storm, you're going to be okay. So <laughs> number two is they work out. And I think a lot of positive people and happy people do work out. Number one is they appreciate life's pleasures. They appreciate the things they have. And I think that's true. Happy people are like, you know, I may not be a millionaire, but I'm working towards it. I, uh, I may not have everything that I want would like but at least I have my health and I have good friends and good families so they appreciate the things they have they appreciate life's pleasures maybe going out being able to have a drink uh, going on a vacation you know things like that uh, just having fun so those are the top 10 characteristics of happy people and I hope you're one of them and I'm glad you're tuning in here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. We got much more coming up for you, so stay tuned. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello there. We uh, <clears throat> I'm going to open up our uh, going to play back the opinion line that we do here, uh, and this week we uh, this show we asked. What do you think of the national anthem uh, situation, the controversy? And so here's some of our calls. Well, this is uh, John McCain. This is uh, ridiculous. I mean, I was a prisoner of war, for Christ's sakes. Stand for the goddamn flag. Uh, this is Elbridge Fish from Delmont, New Hampshire, and uh, I was a, a veteran there, and I think you, everybody, should stand for the flag if you can't get the hell out of the country. Hey, this is Herbert Tickles from Boston, Mass, and uh, I really, uh, you know, I think it's up to the individual, but uh, uh, I really do think they should stand for the flag. Hi, this is Vladimir Putin from Russia, president of Russia, Brian, you know. And uh, I don't care what you fucking Americans do, you crazy bastards. Ah, this is uh, Bill Clinton, and uh, I think everybody should stand, especially if you're under a table. <laughs> um, hi, this is Mike Tyson. You should really stand for the flag, and if you don't, I might have to bite you. <laughs> Jong-un from North Korea, known as Dear Leader. Well, American people, 
You better stand for a flag because maybe I bump country and you not stand for anything too much longer. Ha ha. Um, hi, this is um Bobcat. Go away and um, I don't know what you're talking about. This is Deputy Sheriff Barney Five. Well, I think everybody should definitely stand for the flag. And if you don't, I might have to put my bullet in and shoot you. Um, this is uh, Jay Leno, and uh, you know, um, I, I just think everybody should stand for the flag. Oh, hello, this is Popeye. I was in the Navy for 40 years. So stand for the flag, damn it. Hello, this is Wilfred Wiggles from uh, Providence, Rhode Island. And I'm 102 years old. And uh, I just think everybody... Uh, what? Who? What? I forgot the question. Hi, this is Murray Fish from uh, Hartford, Connecticut, and I, uh, I think it's disgraceful. These people should stand for the flag, damn it. If you don't like this country, if the kitchen's too hot, get out. And that was our uh, call-in uh, opinion poll listener line. Uh, thank everybody for calling in. Uh, every show we put up uh, a uh, question or... Uh, a statement and we want your opinion on it and that was uh, the um, opinion line for today the uh, controversy on the national anthem stay tuned we got much more coming up here on the toxic wise ass show I'm your host Mark Chaplin here on renegade talk radio thanks for listening I do appreciate it hey folks in a little bit of uh, potpourri news here sporting news the Red Sox clinched the uh, American, East, American League East, and uh, so that was good, uh, winning against Houston. They have one game left tomorrow, and I don't think they're going to be playing many of the stars since they uh, already are in. And the Yankees, it looks like, have clinched the wild card, so uh, that should be interesting. Now, the wild card and the winner of the uh, that uh, American League East, they can't play each other in the first round, so we don't have to worry about any Red Sox-Yankees matchups just yet. And uh, let me see what else we have in the news here today. Um, now here's a bit of unpleasant news. In California, there was a, uh, a school district where a California music teacher was uh, giving flutes in a world program. They were supposedly, supposed to be for the underprivileged. And um, they were... Uh, contaminated with uh, semen, sperm. That is disgusting. That makes me never want to play the flute again. And I don't play the flute. <laughs> oh, that is, uh, that is disgusting. I, I'm never going to be able to look at the flute in the same manner, folks. That is, or even hear one. <laughs> but the visions are going to come into my mind. <laughs> that is disgusting. And also in the news, um, the island in our territory of Puerto Rico is not happy with President Trump. Um, I do believe he tweeted at something out the other day about uh, Puerto Rico was hard to get to because it's an island. Yet we went to the moon 50 years ago and we sent D-Day troops. I mean, Columbus crossed with three ships in uh, 500 and something years ago. I don't get it. Why can't we get to uh, Puerto Rico? They are in dire straits. 
hopefully he gets there next week and straightens it out. But uh, right now they're not too happy with uh, with him. I, from what I understand, like some of the news people have been taking over uh, equipment and medical supplies, and even some of the doctors that have been on TV that are usually have shows, they're over there trying to help. So hopefully we get Puerto Rico the help they need and quick because they need it. Hey, right now, folks, here on uh, the Toxic Wise Ass Show, thanks for, their, for tuning in and listening here on Renegade Talk Radio. We have a very special interview with Anthony Scaramucci, the former uh, White House uh, Communications Director for Donald Trump. And uh, here it is. I have with me here on the phone Mr. Uh, former uh, Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci, better known as the Mooch. Mr. Scaramucci, how are you doing today? Hey, uh, doing okay, you know what I mean? Mr. Uh, Scaramucci, may I call you the Mooch? Yeah, go ahead, you know, uh, go ahead. Um, exactly, I mean, what happened? Uh, seemed to be a lot of uh, turmoil and, and uh, you know, you got Colbert making a joke that you didn't even last as long as a quart of milk, the ex- expiration date. Yeah, that was kind of funny, wasn't it? I wonder how you, like uh, how funny you think it was if I broke his fucking legs. Oh, Mr. Scaramucci, you don't want to do that. No, I was just kidding, you know, just kidding. Mr. Scaramucci, uh, you didn't seem to be able to get along with anybody there. You know, threatening people and, well, you know, I threatened to have a couple legs broken, some teeth removed, but nobody killed, you know, just some, uh, you know, some lessons to be learned. Well, Mrs. Karamochi, uh, I don't know, it seems like you um, you should be on The Sopranos or something. <laughs> hey, uh, it's fucking funny, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're very fucking funny. Well, Mr. Scaramucci, thanks for being on our show, and we do appreciate it. And uh, good luck to you in the future and whatever you do. Yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot, man. You, you know, thanks a lot. Thanks. We ain't going to work at the fucking White House anymore, I can tell you that. Fucking bastards. That was Mr. Scaramucci, uh, Anthony Scaramucci, also known as the Mooch. We wish the Mooch good luck. Maybe we'll talk to him in the future when he uh, decides or um, gets into another line of business, uh, perhaps uh, working for the uh, Banano family or something. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not going to make fun of the mob, folks. I don't need any extra trouble. I don't. I think we should send the mob after. If there's anybody left of the mob, we should send them after Kim Jong-un and uh, some ISIS people. But anyways, uh, like they did in World War II, they actually tried to, uh, well, I think they did, they sent some mafia members to Italy to, um, during World War II to try to take care of uh, Mussolini. So um, anyways, here's an update. OJ is out. OJ is out. They let him out, uh, I do believe, midnight the other night. It was supposed to be originally, I think, closer to the end of the month, but they probably got tired of him hanging around. And uh, so he's out. He's out, and whereabouts right now, I don't believe, is known. But he wants to go to Florida, and Florida says, no, thanks. We've already had two disasters, uh, you know, two hurricanes. Uh, I think it was Harvey and Irma, and they don't want any more disasters. And um, so he is not welcomed in Florida. He says he just wants to play golf and, you know, hang out with his buddies. And the word is that some big time, I don't know if it's webcasters, podcasters, or it's online, but word is that he's getting offers for millions of dollars. 
uh, to do interviews, which is kind of sickening. I think any money he gets is supposed to go to the victims' families. But anyway, OJ is out. Ladies, if you're in Florida, get ready. Uh, trick or treat. Uh, this is going to be uh, exciting and to see what happens. So, uh, we'll keep you updated on that. But meanwhile, thanks for listening here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show uh, here on Talk Radio, uh, Renegade Talk Radio. And we do appreciate it. Trying to bring some laughter to everybody, except for evil people and ISIS. And um, so thanks for listening, and we'll have much more coming up later on. Well, here's some uh, odd news for you. In Japan, the new trend is to have uh, pillows for sex partners. About half the Japanese sex shops are now selling, I don't know, I guess they're specially made kind of pillows you can sleep on and then have sex with. Uh, to that I say, domo origato, domo-san. Uh, no thank you. Um, that sounds like it's a, oh, I'm seeing pictures of them and they are not the kind of pillows that I sleep with. I mean, I've had thoughts and dreams, uh, especially going through puberty of these kinds of things, but uh, that has not transpired. Reminds me of that movie where the guy has sex with an apple pie. No thank you. Also, there was a man in <clears throat> see where where this was at. In well, we're not too far from Japan. In China, got a gecko, Geico gecko, like that frog or that insurance one. Hello, mate. You want some insurance? No, I don't. I want to bash your green fucking head into a pulp. But anyways, uh, he got a gecko stuck in his ear somehow, and they got it out. And I guess the tail was still left in there. That must have been uh, not a very good experience. It's uh, not the kind of one that's on this on TV on that ad. It looks like a more of a yellow one, but anyways, wouldn't be pleasant. You got to be careful of your ears. I used to go swim. Well, I still swim, but I used to wear these earplugs, and they were rubber. And what you have to be careful of is the rubber will erode after a while, and dissipate into your ear and that's what happened to me i went for my checkup and have cortisone shots put in my knee for basketball and my doctor she says uh have you have trouble hearing out of this left ear i'm like yeah i think i might have water in it because i just still swim once or twice a week and she looked in she goes oh there's you know blue pieces of rubber in there and it was from the earplugs and it took her and the nurse oh good 40 minutes to flush it all out it, uh, you know, the water flush thing. God, that was It didn't hurt, but it wasn't pleasant. But at least I could hear again. And I, I was having trouble. And I thought, what the heck? Uh, I thought for a second that could be it. And I thought, oh, no. So if you're going swimming, I don't, I don't even use them anymore. If I get water in my ears, I know it'll just dry up. Uh, better than having rubber or plastic stuck in my ears uh, for, you know, 10 years. I got enough difficulties as it is, folks. So be careful. A girl in, I believe that's Texas, West Texas, she decided to have her eyeball, her uh, right eyeball tattooed. And now she can't see out of it. Now, folks, I told you my grandfather, God bless his soul, name, I was his namesake, Mark Joplin. He used to say, how can you be so stupid? Are you kidding me? Are you effing kidding me? you had your eye tattooed. And some tattoo artist said, okay, I'll do it. So now she's blind in her right eye and can't see. Amazing, folks. Just, um, to me, amazing. I mean, that is just, uh, I mean, she must have been doing something. I saw a picture of it, and uh, 
she's not as dumb as she is, I think, or dumb as she looks. I don't know if she's dumber. I don't know. But that was one of the stupidest things I ever heard of. She'll be lucky, I think, to ever see out of it again. Certainly won't see out of it like she had before. And just a young girl, too. Sad. I mean, she's probably going to not be able to see out of that for the rest of her life. I hope nobody out there does anything that stupid. My God. Well, back to Texas on this one. It appears that that they're having a special showing of Stephen King's movie, It, uh, Mr. Pennywise, uh, at his theater for clowns only. Hmm. Well, here it says, I'm not going to steal their line, but it says they're probably a bunch of bozos. I thought the clowns were pissed off because uh, this movie was uh, taken away from their business, you know. You know, uh, I, I'm saying you know again. i got to stop doing that. So anyways, you know, no, I'm just kidding. Um, the, uh, the clown business was on the downside because of nobody, no eight-year-old kids. Because, you know, Pennywise, he eats an eight-year-old kid's arm. And if any kids see this, they're sure as hell not going to want to have a clown over with great big giant jaw teeth, you know, scared as hell. But, um, so that, uh, that was weird. So I think it's going to take time for the clown business to uh, rebound <laughs> after that. And a final bit of news here before uh, the show ends. Uh, John Kasich, uh, the uh, governor of Ohio, ran for president. He says he may leave the GOP the Republican Party. Now, that wouldn't surprise me. But where's he going to go? Because not too long ago, he said, and, he, and I agree with him, he said that uh, both parties do not, you know, on the health care issue, he said neither party really cares about health care for the people, for the poor people. I mean, all these congressmen, senators, they're all millionaires. They all got three homes. They all make a million to three million. Hillary Clinton says, oh, I'm, oh we're dead broke. Worth 165 million. That's one of the things that really turned me off. I mean, you can say what you want. She was very unlikable. Then there's a big deal about, well, women, you know, voted for her. They put Trump in. Well, she couldn't throw any glass or stones in glass houses because she was married to old Bubba Willie, Slick Willie. You know, she can't make fun of Trump if your own husband's a pervert. So. Anyway, I did agree with John Kasich on that, and I, I think maybe he should become an independent like Bernie, although Bernie's, uh, of course, ran on the Democratic Party, and he got first thing he got done was screwed by Hillary. He lost eight coin flips that first night of that primary, and I'm not a big political guy, but I do follow it, and um, nobody loses eight coin flips. I mean, the guy with the worst luck in the world is going to win one or two. So you had to know they were screwing poor Bernie right off the bat. But anyways, uh, that's the uh, potpourri and odds and ends and odd news, weird news for this show. And want to thank you for uh, listening today. I'm going to try to, like I say, bring you um, laughter and some information, some interviews, and some gags to make you laugh. Also going to be interviewing some New England comedians and filmmakers and writers and so forth and coaches because I'm kind of a pulpery guy myself. I think to myself, it's not a genius, but kind of well-balanced. I'm, you know, I'm a jock. I love sports, but I love uh, history. I love uh, literature and um, love uh, talking to people and making them laugh. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is Mark Chaplin with the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. 
that you've been listening to on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you and be talking to you on the next show.